Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 239 for Saturday, October 30th. It's spooky Halloween oh. time! Oh my gosh, look at us. With you me always, you have Jesse Brown, the Spookmeister Supreme. <laughs> the Ghost in the Shell, Bradley Bichino. Uh, you spooked them. What? I'm not dead. Yeah, no. you in the... Uh, aren't we all Spoilers. just kind of ghosts haunting bones? What? Yeah, when you put it that way. I guess. Sure. Aren't we all just puppet strings just controlling a sack of meat that's just strolling down the road? So we all, uh, <laughs> this is an early morning podcast, um, and Six. we all just had a wedding event last night that uh, really blew out our voices we, from all the yelling we, we, all, we all got married to each other we, we all we got yeah. married together triple yep. married we went out to uh utah and uh you know only place that it's legal actually and got for triple, triple marriage for the taxes because now we can cut our taxes by one third mm -hmm. um i'm really excited for that because these podcast taxes have been getting out of control Guys, the, thing, the things that Derek does to appease you as a whole, to appease the, the government, because we no. we say some salacious things on this podcast. We say mm -hmm. some 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 rough talk, some some, some truths, some truths, hard truths. Maybe, yeah, we speak truth to power, of course. A lot of lies, lot way of lot more lies, lies. Oh, way oh, more boy. lies yeah. than truths. You you'd have a hard time finding something truthful in this podcast. Yeah, you decide what is actually true. None of it. It's been two weeks. This is now a bi-weekly podcast because that's easier and more. We have more to talk about when, when it's been two weeks. Because a lot of times is true. we're all the sorts of people who kind of get really invested into games. Hmm. Um, hmm. Where we like grapple in and then we sink our teeth and we just start sucking the marrow. Because the teeth were sunk into bones uh, of the games. So we got and our get... teeth are also hollow, so that's how we siphon the marrow. Yeah, the teeth have teeth. like vampire teeth. Yeah, that's they like, have, uh, like spider. The bones like are also fangs. our dollars. Bones are yeah, our dollars. The bones are our money. <laughs> <laughs> so are the worms. Oh, this is a podcast about video games. The people who love them and uh, the people who latch onto them and never let go. Jesse Brown, uh, how how are things been going for you, dude? Dude, actually, hold on. Uh, uh, I'll hold on. Right I'll, hold. I'll hold. Uh, Thank oh you. man, I put. I think I put like that doesn't. That math doesn't check out. I think I put almost three days worth of game time in the past like week, two weeks. I checked it recently, and my playtime was at forty nine days and fifteen hours, or forty nine days and some odd hours and stuff. Right now, it's at fifty two days, fifteen <laughs> hours, and what? six minutes. Wow. That is insane. Yeah, you got to take away the chunk from when you played initially, but still. No, you don't because it reset at... Oh, oh yeah. The, never you, mind. So <laughs> it does not include anything from 1.0. Okay. The, ti the timer little, started during 2.0. You had like 20 hours in ARR. Oh, for sure. For sure. 100%. <laughs> I had actually played far enough in the storyline that I was... I think I was done with 2.0. So when I came back, I was starting 2.1. Yeah. But... How and is now they're on almost on 6.0. Been, so. How many months? How, when did you start playing? When did? When was the day that you, you resubbed? Do you remember? Oh, God. I have no clue. I've thought about it, though, but I, I honestly couldn't tell you. The continuum um, is just never ended. You, you look back dude, and you see only Final Fantasy. 
That's uh, all I've played. That's I'm like, it. Jesse, what did you play this earlier this year? Outside uh, of the... Valheim? The and it's like all your Valheim memories are replaced by Chocobos and, and, and Moogles. Well, no, because I also <laughs> still played a ton of League of Legends earlier this year. Oh, my too. God. Was, yeah, I forgot about I was about still turbo League. addicted to League of Legends. How could you forget? I could. And then... And then we definitely mixed in a bunch of games because when wait uh, I think I saved Cyberpunk for this year. You did. So I think yeah, like I played Cyberpunk this year in its entirety. So I'm not asking about Cyberpunk though. I'm asking no, about no. Final Freaking oh, Fantasy. Oh yeah, yeah. 14. I'm just I'm just making a point that I've played more than one game this year. I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's fantastic. I'm having a, a great time. I'm not burning out. I like set up a schedule for myself, which sounds really weird, but. I like the. It gives my day some much needed structure. Like I, like I said, I I just got my my ritual. I log in and, and take care of everything in the as close to a specific order as possible. And you know, it's like it's just, back, it's back all, when we were playing Destiny. Mm -hmm. I could see it in you that you had the potential to be a true monster in an MMO. For um, sure, <laughs> a real gross being, without a doubt. Not gross, no. Just oh, for very sure. effective. You're an effective player. I uh, mean, it's it's the same exact concept. Could be because in uh, Destiny, it was like, okay, well, I mean, this is the max set of armor you can get. This is the highest light level you can get. It's like once I've achieved that, then I've beat the game. Yeah, but in Where Destiny, that no, only takes there, a couple of weeks, you know. In, exactly, and then they release uh an expansion but that's the same thing here like i'm maxing out every single class whether it be crafter gatherer uh, fighting or whatever i'm doing all of the class quests <laughs> like every quest in the well, I, I craft mean, it, i gather maybe i i'll do it well. I, it's not i it's not i do it in all. that order I do every it day all. gives me the structure i need <laughs> no i i i let's see i don't do anything with gathering anymore all my gatherers are maxed and all my gatherer quest logs are complete we covered so. this on the podcast before yeah, i think in last episode saying, but as far saying, as yeah, gathering goes yeah, it's really yeah. other no, it's people done. gathering I don't, for you not anymore no i oh now I don't, i'm not even on the coffee bean train anymore i need to save my wow. quests for leveling leveling my jobs oh my like, goodness Dude. Wow! I love to. See you did give the coffee bean a try. Oh yeah, I definitely. Uh, I rode the coffee, coffee bean. Could you explain train. the coffee yeah. bean life for those who Dude, may not know? It's weird. So, it, to, as to simple truly as min -max, possible. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Sim super simple quick. Terms. Min min max. Uh, the most efficient way to gain money in the game is there's a leave quest that you can buy that's like max level for a culinarian, and you make coffee biscuits. The thing is, it's very <laughs> easy to gather the resources. It's very easy to make, and they're very easy to turn in, and you can turn it in like three times. So the math on it is like, if you have the leave quest cap out at 100, so if you all 100 leave quests with this coffee biscuit, you'll make like 1.8 million. And you wow. could do it in an, a few hours. Like, you'd have to go gather all the materials to do it, and then do all the crafting, and then do all the turn-ins. But most that. people... I, I could use some gill. Holy shit. Oh, for sure, yeah. There's other ones, too, that are more... It, it's the cost-effective... It, it's very weird. Like So, another thing you can do in the game is you can take your retainers, and you can send them out on quests. And you can set them to whatever job you want, whether it be of gathering or war. Right. So, like, I've got a couple warriors, but there's another guy we play with who's got a couple of gatherers, 
And so he'll send them out to gather specific materials he'll need for leave quests that he can just like all week long, he'll send oh. them out. They'll gather all the materials. Then at the end of the week, he collects all the materials, does all the crafting, and then just turn does all the turn-ins. Wow. And so he That's cuts smart. out all that Shit. time of him. Yeah. But Literally he actually pays real yeah, he pays real world them. money for the extra retainers though. So Oh yeah, I forgot. It, costs I mean, extra. it does help big time. Yeah. It's, I mean it's uh, I mean you for me it was such a like that economic part of the game is like so satisfying to me. Oh, hell like yeah. paying an extra two dollars per month was like it's a completely different game when you have more retainers. Oh like, hell yeah! In the trade. Oh yeah. Sense. When when you're it focusing was on crafting and stuff, that there seems are, like, like you're only uh, hurting yourself by not having those extra retainers. Yeah, there are seriously like an infinite amount of items in the game that are used for everything. So like, <laughs> that's, there's I no guess... way you can just like you can't have everything. Like there's so that's no... the the difference <laughs> here. Back going back to Destiny, what I was saying there is like. It's similar to Destiny in that there's a progression you level through, uh, but with the difference between that and Final Fantasy really is orders of magnitude more stuff. Like, just across the board, more to have to do if you want to max out everything, if that makes sense. Like uh, for for Destiny or for Final Fantasy? For Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, I there yeah, there's a yeah. lot more to do, but it all it all goes very quickly. I mean, I, I I say quickly, but I say that you just played four days in like a week or whatever. It doesn't go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. It takes a lot of time. You know what it is, but the thing is, they they also have a system like most games do, where like you get a massive bonus for doing specific things that reset on a daily basis. So it's like if you log in and just do your daily stuff, you can get some crazy XP. So over a long period of time, you only need to commit a small amount of time each day. Okay, but. so all time commitments and all like uh, uh, numbers and stats and percentages aside, uh, how are you? How's your experience with the game itself, the gameplay? Like how how are you? Oh, I dude, guess a I check feel, in. On, I feel on how like you a feel god. I I feel otherworldly. I yeah. feel like I understand every mechanic like if i do a fight for the first time and i see a bunch of arrows pointing on top of a person i'm like okay i gotta go stand on them and then if i see you know it's just like all the telegraphs are just memorized now you know kung fu now i know kung fu i see the numbers in the code i see yeah i see the numbers in the code yeah so it's funny going from coming back being the person who was like well, I'm going to try and tank, but it's been a little bit, so I don't really know what's going on. I'm going to give it my best, though. Am I and, supposed uh, to hit with this ability, or, or am I supposed to turn this one on? Well, now know. it's like we'll walk into the fight, and I'll be like, hey, towards the end of this fight, he's going to do a move called Curtain oh, Call. When that happens, goes. I'm like telling the group that I'm telling with for any first-timers. Oh, my well, yeah. God. Look at you. You're basically well, you don't a want mentor. To, you, yeah, dude, I, I can't, I can't wow. wait to be a mentor, but they... There are some thick fucking requirements to being a mentor. You have to have a max level uh, of every class type. So, like, DPS, tank, healer. You need to have done, like, a thousand dungeons. You need to have done... Like, you need to have, like, a thousand player karma. Because, you know, every time you do a dungeon, at the end, you can do a player commendation. 
And so oh, you have to yeah. have X amount of player combinations. Well, you're the like, tank. You're definitely getting all of those. I do. Not the he- I, like, it's basically tank and yeah, healer yeah. get all of them. Yeah, that is, you're, you're not wrong there. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> leaves the dungeon last. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody usually leaves too quick yeah. for me to hand out commendations. That it's is like true. I'm still going through my loot, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, commendation. Everyone's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you get all the loot for free anyways. Oh. <sighs> But I'm I'm glad you're having a great time. Endwalker's yeah. is 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 nigh. Dude, uh, we have I'm... about a month left until Endwalker hits, um, and it's going to uh, apparently be pretty meaty, and yeah. uh, it's making me pretty excited. But that that's... said, there are other games uh, happening. Oh, for sure. I was um, gonna say that's the part that blows my brain is because I'm not burning out, and it's only going to get better from here. Don't like I'm not out, though. Yeah, no, I can't. I think out. MMOs, but that's the thing. It's like pe- well, MMOs people are, are built start coming back. MMOs like are people... built to stop people from burning out, burning out yeah. as much. Like, oh, uh, for sure. There's always other things to do with your time to keep things fresh. In a lot of instances, it's what... yeah. Um, so, is one of those things AOE for? One of those things is AOE for, <laughs> and yeah, might as well just hop right right to it. We'll get to we'll get to new world news in a, in a little bit, but I do oh. want to say. Age of Empires 4 is out on Xbox Game Pass on PC, for PC, uh, and just out in general. I guess you could pick it up other places, but I got it for what feels like free, even though it's not. Uh, it's a subscription service, but still. Um, to just download a brand new game like that and play it is pretty cool. Anyway, Age of Empires 4 is fucking cool. Uh, it is... a like way more similar to Age of Empires 2 uh over but also like some similarities to 3. I don't know how much you played of either one. I But this is the meat and potatoes Age of Empires experience. The definitive Age of Empires experience. What that means? What do you well, mean it's the meat and potatoes? I'm saying it's got everything you need to have a great AoE experience. Or you, you hop in there, you have a town center, you have villagers, they're collecting shit. Uh, depending on how, depending on what uh, faction you chose, uh, they do have different mechanics, like every other Age of Empires one. But uh, the thing I absolutely love about this version is it seems like they took that formula and then applied way more to the defensive end of the spectrum. Uh, hmm. So Age of Empires two was always very. Uh, easy to build out like a zerg doom party that would march from town to town once you've kind of built it and just kind of doom stack destroy everything in their path uh and once you got to that critical mass you're kind of unstoppable uh in age of empires 4 i feel like there's a way bigger like i just said a bigger focus on defensives because now when you build walls they're the walls are probably five times bigger than they used to be like physically like on the screen okay like so they actually have battlements that you can put archers archers can run up onto walls now and then you can build towers <laughs> that connect onto those walls and then upgrade those towers in the wall so it makes siege units way more useful now because walls are way more strong or way 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 stronger um so now in the late game instead of just being doom stacks of you know, whatever the best unit type is for a certain faction, it's you have to send e- like 
a variety. You have to a have, little bit you, of everything. You have to think about what you're attacking too, like what the wall walls that are up and stuff. The my favorite thing about it though is that there's persistent destruction uh, in the world, which I feel like makes every map just feels so much more dynamic and so much more unique. What? So what do you mean uh, by that? For example, in, Persistent. in the old, uh, in the old age of empires games in the whole series, uh, you'd build a wall. Let's say I build a wall across a choke point and the enemy comes and they destroy it. The wall gets destroyed. There's nothing left. Now, if I build a wall and the enemy comes and destroys it, the rubble of that wall remains and I can't build on it and no one can build on it anymore. For, oh, for, really? You can repair or for... if, it, if it's broken out. And, but, oh. like, once it like things have turned to complete rubble, they, you, you just can't build on it anymore. Um, so, if a town gets destroyed... And there's no way to reset the land? Like, there's there's nothing that, like, re, well, refreshes you can, it? You can go build more buildings, but there will always be space that's taken up by the rubble um, Ruin. of those buildings. Uh, and some of them, if it's, like, a town center... And if it was your town center, you can run and re go and rebuild it. Uh, but just the town center. Like, there will always be rubble around of walls, towers, town centers, uh, certain other buildings. And this makes it so that those choke points become dynamic, like, no man's lands of war. Because on one side, it'll be freaking all my artillery and my walls blasting into this area where I'm just, like, the rubble of my previous three walls is, like now a battlefield wow. that the enemy has to get through <laughs> to get to me um and it, that's so cool so like if an enemy is builds like a little uh what i forgot what they're called in like the pro squad scene or whatever but like when when you build a, a second base like really close to the enemy um oh like go, the strategy yeah if you go and destroy that that you're gonna see like the remnant of it throughout the entire oh. match and so you that's oh that's cool. wow so like a good way yeah. to get vision it, it well it's just it's not even that it's it just like each it makes the battlefield feel less static uh and like it has to change you have to be able to change with the flow of the battle uh so like yeah. if it's i see like huge strategic implications totally. of, of this like not being able to build on the map like if you want to give yourself a buffer zone from like enemy mm -hmm. attacks you can just build that base if it gets destroyed you know you can build behind it and what you do is just basically prevent people from you can get it like building too close to your wall yeah and you can actually like siege now because as you destroy if you're attacking an enemy and as you're, you're, you're fighting your way in and kind of make getting a foothold they are building back but they have to build back yeah. a few a little bit further every time. So it goes both ways, yeah. offensive and defensive. Yeah, so That's... offensively, you're stopping them from rebuilding those same defenses. And in some instances, uh, and this happened to me in the, the first match we played, I built a wall. There was a, a, like two uh, cliff sides, you know, how the cliffs work and stuff, like mountain areas. Um, I built a wall between two cliffs that was like right at the south end of my base. I just plugged it up. I thought, plug in the hole, that's gone. That's fine. And I built my base <laughs> right near that wall. So when the enemy did come and break that wall down, I had no space to build another wall. <laughs> there wasn't hmm. room anymore. Yeah, that's, because there now there's rubble no, of this whole wall. Appealing. It's it's really neat. Because one of the things uh turns that kind of frustrates 
frustrates me about RTSs is like when you've built up your army and you you're feeling confident and you go and you attack your enemy and get destroyed and like by the time you get your army rebuilt and go back they've already just like rebuilt it like completely everything that you did was like completely lost yeah. but now that like you can sort of like kind of maybe just throw a smaller force in and like try and chisel away mm -hmm. at their defenses over time that that's uh it feels that's a little more appealing to me yeah yeah and uh beyond that there's a lot of other uh just quality of life improvements to how the ui works and how um certain units feel uh when they fight little things like uh if you have a, a group of units and they rush into battle they'll all they'll all yell as they rush in and then if they win like the skirmish your your team will all be like yeah and like they'll all cheer together <laughs> it's like little bits like that are so cool um artillery strikes uh and explosives are now incredibly powerful. Uh, a cavalry now can charge like in Total War, where if they hit uh, a bunch of melee units, they will just flatten them and just instantly destroy <laughs> yeah. them. Um, if, if a giant, uh, if, if like a trebuchet launches a boulder and it hits a horseman, it'll just splatter that unit. Uh, like there's, the, and everything still has HP, and little HP bars, but there seems to be a lot more like rock, paper, scissors, hard countering uh, that you can do to just like immediately wipe out certain like units, which make, which means like it even further discourages the thing of just having one unit in your battle army, like just spam mm -hmm. this one unit in an endless string, which is usually what a lot of age of mythology uh, battles end up being. I I'd have like five barracks all just pumping out the same unit towards one area. And on the mini-map, there'd just be a line of my color going towards the <laughs> enemy base to just flood them out with more units than they can handle. But in this, if they had a unit to counter it, they could just annihilate. Um, also, another little addition uh, is buildings can start on fire now if they're made out of wood. So if you uh, really want to fuck <laughs> with people, you could just go and like start burning their buildings and that'll like slowly tick their health down unless they go repair it uh it also oh, makes wow. like pushing into an enemy zone a lot more intense because you basically just attack a building until it starts on fire and then you can move to the next one uh, that's so, what i was curious about i'm like do you have to have like a fire archer to like no, specifically no. set it on fire or have like a, a rogue most or melee something will just if you're if you tell them to attack a building most melee will just pull out like a fire bomb and, and toss it or like oh okay. I, I don't know um but there are does, specifically okay. siege unit like infantry, like grenader, grenadiers and stuff that will start those fires earlier. And yeah, because once you're built, and from the opposite direction, if an enemy is attacking you and you're worrying about defending and some of your buildings start on fire, it's like, oh, fuck. Well, I got to I gotta get people out there to repair before the fire yeah. burns it down. Um, mm -hmm. So it just adds more complexity to these siege battles. That literal putting out fires, <laughs> yeah, stressful feeling, um, yeah, and 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 just all of these things kind of work together. All these little touches. Uh, I know I mentioned cliffs earlier, but it's not the cliffs like in the old ones. And this is another little thing, but the height map uh, in the world has been uh, just completely. It's way more dynamic now. 
uh, generated levels are a lot more generative, if that makes sense. Uh, they're a lot less predictable. The uh, they're, oh, I, oh, they're yeah. a lot, lot weirder uh, in there. They're a lot more generative. Tech has come a long way. Do they use yeah. a lot of <laughs> since then. Do they do a lot of procedural generation? Yeah, for like every Good. multiplayer map. So it's, it's no more of like okay, it's all the same cookie cutter map and. Well, they're still based I mean, on I like general uh, idea, general arrangements, but you can have like just a full on generative map. Um, okay. There's a ton of map options, a bunch of different uh, factions, and they all seem pretty different. I've only played as uh, the uh, uh, I played as the Chinese. And then I played as the Mongols. Um, and the Chinese was cool. They had, like, tax collectors that went around and just collected taxes from the buildings. Oh, shit. I forgot the other favorite thing about Age of Empires 4. When you're building... When you're placing buildings down adjacent to one another, desire paths start forming based on where your people oh, are. I love it. Um, desire? That's neat. Like, so it just shows they're like, man, this is this is the route right here. Like, actual roads back will start popping in like if you make a space oh. between a, your town center and a house a road mm. will pop in there and it eventually makes your town actually look like a real town like a real city uh or like your farm will clever. look like a real pasture because it's generating all of the extra city stuff based on what you've placed uh and it fits really well it, it's so neat um does it become any uh, spaghetti, spaghettified? Not at all. Uh, <laughs> like it's all... If, it, it, if your AI changes paths... <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's it not like to go to a different that building. fast. It takes it a little bit. It, it, I think it's more based it. on the building placement. Um, but it seems to be... Like, like if you have a bunch of buildings in one area, you're going to get more brick in that zone kind of thing. Like, it uh -huh. kind of detects what's yeah. near. But... Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of cool touches like that. A lot of little things, like with the height map, with the gener generation, with the pathing, with the fires, the the siege build out. Put it, being able to put an archer on a wall is just so cool for uh, Age of Empires. Because I, I, I've spent I spend so much time playing Total War games, and I absolutely love the RTS element of that game. Uh, and I've always wished that like I could play just an RTS of that as well. Uh, I always wished I was good at that because I was so bad at that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, same. I was but so I've always bad had at fun. It. Age yeah. of Empires Four is a definitely. It's like a light version of that. It's not. It's not. You're. You're not like uh, zoning out your freaking artillery ranges uh, at different d determinations based on like which rocket you're using and which cannon you have or which mythological beast you, you're using or whatever. Um, you're not like halting. Uh, horse charges. Well, actually, you could see. It's just like a. It, it's like a lighter version, though. There, there's just less, less, a little bit less uh, intensity. Uh, like the walls are pretty thin, and you're just putting the archers on there. They don't. They're not going to stay up there. They They're can stay up right there, away. but like you, you can't put like a, a hundred archers up. Can there. I put horses on? Can I put horses on my walls? I don't know. I don't know. I've only put I put spearmen up there, um, and they they don't like enter it like entering a building. It's like they're literally like going up the wall, um, and it's neat too. You can actually station units on rubble as well, uh, so like broken down stuff you can kind of get some cover. It's really cool. I 
I it feel like they strike good. a good balance between the old Age of Empires Zergfest and like modern RTS mm. styles of like having tactics. It, 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 in that way, it, it's like you could play it without thinking of any of that and just play it like any any previous Age of Empires game and it'd be fine. But there's definitely like a a, a really wide skill ceiling there for like microing your armies and stuff. And uh, beyond that, it's just fun. It's it, it. I I played with uh, Casey and Rich, and we had. I'd say we we got our asses kicked by the AI. Which is <laughs> what difficulty were they on? Intermediate. So yeah. we tried. Well, what what are the levels though? Because sometimes I don't know. But it wild. was like the middle one, I think. Okay. It was like okay. level two, uh, oh. out of like four, probably. I don't know. It was a, not difficult. Not supposed to be difficult, but they just wore us down and just kicked our asses uh, that was the, that was the time where they broke down that wall and basically got into my base uh, and i had no way to like patch it um anyway it was too much rubble too much bonnie ba- bonnie rubble <laughs> was there um, <laughs> but yeah it is uh it is it, it is so much fun to just get your boys together and uh play around of, of an RTS game like that because it, it, it's just it's a different kind of of cooperative uh, that you don't get from like first person shooters or uh, like MMOs and stuff because it's it's very like it's chill for the most part until something wild happens uh, as opposed to being like constantly intense like a shooter or something I don't know um, yeah I understand what you're saying I mean yeah I, no, I like we used to play a ton of definitely uh, might check that out. Well, it's on Xbox Xbox Game Pass for PC. Uh, so, which is I, I can't laud weak, enough weak for its value. Uh, it's I know we all kind of play few games at a time, but uh, it's great for when you got like I just want to see what this is like kind of thing. It's great yeah. if you have a podcast to talk about games, and it's there's a the subscription noob- service that you can just get access <laughs> to new games. <laughs> It seems it's it's the new blockbuster is what it is. It's fucking virtual blockbuster. Uh, speaking of new virtual and blockbuster, blockbuster games, we're talking about New World now because holy moly, I've put a lot of time into New World still. Uh, and I, I found I found yeah. the fun and I've been just rolling with it and it's been a great time, but at the same time, I definitely see uh, there's some some rough edges <laughs> for oh yeah that's or, right. or just or or just missing edges missing edges maybe the floor maybe the floor isn't there either <laughs> sometimes it's like uh it's like squid game getting across the glass it's like <laughs> you don't know if you i oh yeah like derek was saying like you found the fun and have been going with it and i have to say like this game it's got a really fun uh, gameplay loop to it, and it, it it really has been a good time, and I've sunk a lot of time into it, too. But this new game has a lot of issues with the fundamental mechanics of the game, which hopefully will get sorted out soon, and there is a lot of hope that that will happen sooner than later later you want to describe what happened to you yeah (laughs) for me um i had some 
issues with uh, trading posts, like buying and selling orders. Um, basically, what happened was when they re introduced a new patch on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, um, if you were logged out of the game, you would not receive any payment um, for any trading post orders you had up. Whether you were pla uh, placing an order or selling any auctions, order. item auctions in game. So I had about three thousand gold worth of stuff that sold overnight when I was logged out. That's a lot of and gold. When I logged for in. I was going to say I, of... I need to know how much that is. That's that, a lot. That's a lot. That's a good okay. amount. That's enough to buy almost buy a house. That's enough to buy your that's, first house. That's that's enough to pay my housing taxes for. Uh, 75 days. Oh, man. <laughs> so, it, it was a decent amount. And I lost all the items because they got paid to the buyer. And I didn't get any of the coins for it. Ugh. And what also happened is I had a bunch of buy orders because I am a reseller. I buy stuff and resell it. And I paid somebody uh, all the money for items which I didn't receive because I was logged out. So it went both ways. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Well. Basically, what it meant was <coughs> I had no way to sell my stuff or buy stuff unless I was online, which kind of ruined the experience for me that I've been getting into because this is a MMO and crafting is a huge thing. And crafting is like one of the main part, uh, like yeah. main aspects of it. They're like it's central to the entire game economy which is central to all of the gameplay because as i mentioned uh, previously in the, in the last episode uh like everything in the game world is made by players and they like there's no there's no npc to go sell your stuff to you're 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 selling to other players to make money and there's no npc a, to go buy things yeah it's a like, fully driven player economy right every yeah. item that you need to craft has to be harvested. Well, the one NPC you do buy stuff somebody, from, you yeah. buy it using seals you get from doing things out in the world uh, also. Okay. Yeah. So, and even that stuff is a very limited uh, number of things. It's like, it's specific to your faction and it's like, I don't know, runes to make bags and uh, weapons and armor that, I don't think you can even sell that weapons and armor, but uh, like, there's other stuff you can get there, but really it's more of a sink than a, than a money making uh yeah a money making sink you don't make money from doing that you actually spend money yeah. to get this stuff in most cases yeah, yeah. and so and like it was collecting like people a, like a, a crafter a cooker a cook i should say needs their salt if they're making an omelet they need their salt but they're like i don't want to go all the way to a town and get salt. I'm just going to go over I here to this board and buy some while I'm crafting. And you know what? That's that's like the core of the game and that's some cool shit. But what happens when it's... no one uh, wants to go collect salt, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the 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 bug that occurred really really sucked for people who lost money and everything. But it also created this caution to take down your oh. or, uh, auctions before you log out. 
So what what happened was there's this scarcity in the markets of most item mo, most items even the most common items you would normally buy from the trading post just they weren't there yeah because um, people were taking their stuff down when they logged out so there were a lot of opportunities to make money if you had nothing but time items <laughs> yeah you could just leave your so computer I, on forever <laughs> well i just i didn't do any of that i just took advantage of the higher prices and i like sold like a single thing of salt for 40 coins which is a shit like ton a, for salt like salt should yeah. be like point zero. should be two cents a, a pop but it's 40 coins wow. like that, that listen inflation. to this guy try to talk a monopoly on salt over <laughs> here dang like he but knows it's been it's been really fun like i have to say like this is the best video game economy i've ever played with in an mmo because you have the real power to sway um prices um because the supply and demand is real there there's usually a surplus of resources on a server the way that they shard regions and there's just like everybody's gathering and selling and gathering and selling is like how you make money in this game there's so much uh so many opportunities to place buy orders to buy things from people that are just trying to get rid of stuff where it's costing them bag like, space money to hold on to it because there's limited storage so yeah. they sell it to you real cheap that's what i do you flip I, it i'm one of those people yeah i i, I come back from a, a night of adventuring of like going off and killing boars and chopping trees and mining ores and fighting wolves and uh, I can't think of anything that rhymes with wolf, uh, <laughs> but uh, I come back to game. town. I just throw all my shit on the auction house for lower prices than what's what what's up there, just because I want to get rid of it. I just want to sell it. I don't want it gone. I want some money, done but I don't that. really care about like like price per item so much. It's because I do the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it all comes back. It all pours back in, and I get cha ching uh, for. Doing stuff that I don't even think about a lot of time. Like collecting... Okay, blueberries. I've made it a point to just get blueberries. Anytime I see them, I grab them. Because for some reason, I can just, <laughs> without fail, go onto the auction house and sell them for a shit ton. Be just because... Well, actually, I don't know why. People just don't get blueberries enough. <laughs> People okay. need them more than they yeah. collect them. A lot of... I guess. A lot of the easy things to get are requirements for the community board missions which raise your town standings which give you perks for when you're doing quests and stuff there yeah um so people will just go to the community bo community board grab the mission and be like oh i'll just go buy that from the trading house i've sold like flint which i buy for a penny i sell that for like 60 cents sometimes like resell it so i'll just like buy a thousand of them at a time and like make a few those overheads gold. are insane yeah, so yeah. like unlike a a bigger like a big a large scale economy like a Final Fantasy server, yeah. uh, the quantity on in New World is town by town within your shard within your server. So mm -hmm. if something's not in the town you're in, you can you check the boards for other towns. But oh, if it's not there, it's not you, there, kind of thing. Do you have to go to that town to get it? Yep. 
Like, yeah. oh, really? So you could see it's yeah. available, but you would have to travel to get it? Yeah, or you could see yeah. that it's way more, people are buying it for way more in that town over there. Oh, I could go take so this over like, there. Oh, shit. Dude, yeah. these guys over here, they're fools. <laughs> but the <laughs> other interesting thing, beans. and I, I mentioned this uh, a couple weeks ago, but it, it, is that the town Windsward has become like the de facto capital of the server in a lot of ways. Uh, and all, that's all player run. Like any of the towns could have become that. Uh, and I think like something about that makes it feel a lot more special and a lot more yeah. real in, in some way or like a lot more impactful uh, by participating in that. I'm, I'm, I'm taking part in that social uh, dynamic. Yeah. In a way that other MMOs... I I was feeling too. In a way that like in Final Fantasy, you you don't really feel like you're you're part of the community by participating in the auction house because there's a trillion of everything and uh, there's a billion other people using it. Like you just feel so insignificant uh, in comparison. Um, not when it comes to resources yes but not when it comes to items dude if you go into the auction house and look through the items i mean you're lucky if there's i mean there are some items where if it's given as a quest reward yeah there's a billion of them in there but if they're craftable items when it's something that you need and like that's the way to acquire it usually there's only like five or six in there and they are sometimes pretty brutal on right. price i'm not saying so I'm, I'm not by no means i'm not i'm not saying like you can't have an impact on the auction house there i just mean by like my typical play my normal play is having an impact on this space that players have decided that is the place to be for selling stuff um Mm -hmm. yeah i I don't know like part and it, it like as far as impact goes uh like a very common item like salt for instance there might be like 30 on the market board so you can literally just buy the 30 all 30 of them mm-hmm. and then just set the price yeah. so like that's a i really like about having that in like responsibility and impact of something like what i do matters in this economy yeah and it's and then yeah something for comparison I, like in I, final I, fantasy I you can do that too but it's to such a orders of magnitude, so many more complex. Uh, <laughs> they're in never ending. Yeah, exactly. Like you'll never, you'll never keep up with it. Like you, but you can in New World. That's the. But new the thing. nice thing too is it all still has purpose even after you've out leveled things because everything can be used as glamour. So it it yeah. does keep a lot of items relevant totally. well after you would never touch them. So totally. And I, I think I mean I'm yeah. a big fan of that. Yeah, and I think that's something uh yeah, as far as like item use and stuff like man, I need to go in New World, I need to go just chop trees for like 19 hours and that would <laughs> still be beneficial. Like yeah. Every resource uh, yeah. is is like infinitely is endlessly useful for things. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that in a game. Uh, Warframe does that really well, where it's like you do a mission, you get like fourteen different resources and like six hundred of each in different quantities or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's like I don't know what this all is exactly, but I know it's gonna be good, and I'm gonna use it eventually. So I just have piles and piles of it back on my ship that I can use. And if uh, if you know one resource runs out, oh, I gotta go do these missions to get that resource. It's like I know exactly what I where I need to go. 
what I need to do to get what I need. And like being able to chart that path for yourself, I think is really important in a good game design. Uh, giving yeah. a player mm -hmm. the ability to see like, I need this and this and this, I can do these and accomplish these goals to get this. Uh, I love that. I wish more games would focus in that direction. I'm, I love that about New World that I feel like I can do that. I can like yeah. aim towards certain goals. I am just getting, I'm getting really tired of like in, uh, what was the game we played last year? Godfall. That's a great example. Oh my God. Yeah. The opposite. Or like, it's just chaos. Like you're just, you're yeah. just playing and then you get stuff. There wasn't really mm -hmm. a route. I mean, that's kind of a, that's like Diablo too. Yeah. Well, Diablo had a route, but one, one uh, thing yeah, I want to add about that, about that goal thing too, like, um, being able to go out and get everything you need to uh, get the armor or whatever or harvesting that you are trying to get is great. And with being able to get even more money from the trading depot, you can like really specialize in something and like all the profits I get in, I like reinvest it into the profession that I'm focusing yeah, on like i'm trying to make so furniture like, man and it is a lot it takes a lot it takes a billion of everything to get good at making so furniture much synergy <laughs> there's so much synergy with the economy and the laboring aspect of it so when it's it not works. like a hundred percent grind <laughs> yeah when it works so um as of recording it, this, it has been fixed as, as of recording this they uh had a late night emergency patch last night uh where they apparently fixed all of those issues and sent out reimbursements I don't, brad have you logged in yet oh for the market yes i have Did you get i got i i got about three thousand gold back from what i lost as well as the items that i had purchased through my buy orders and i've already gone back to the trading post and reinvested um all of wow. it um in new um in in orders because i'm hoping to Catch the rush. Yeah. Oh. As it is a Saturday uh, yeah. and the auction houses are now working. I'm trying to fill my inventory with commodities. That's that's exciting. <laughs> so, so I put up a bunch wares. of bogus lows. Yeah. It's crazy. I put up a bunch of bogus low um prices for things, like at one tenth of the actual value of it. And people will sell it to you if you're just patient. Oh, I didn't realize you could put in buy orders for stuff too. Yeah, cause yeah, that's uh, what makes this one this game so unique for me. Like, it really feels like a real, like you're being a real market maker because it's like a stock market. You can yeah. place buy I orders ran out of and money, sell orders, and those buy orders are like the best for if you get out, ran out of. Because I just go like, oh, okay, someone has a buy order for stone bricks. Okay, I'm just gonna go get some stone, and then I come back with the bricks. Boom, I suddenly have 100 gold or uh, 200 gold. I'm back in business, baby. Um, back in business, baby. It wasn't as much as I could have sold those stone bricks myself, but the fact that it was instant, like immediate, like I immediately got that gold. Yeah. I didn't have to wait for anything, uh, is enough to like push you into like being able to have agency again if you ever run out of money. So it's like a godsend for uh, people, those buy orders. Uh, or a godsend for anytime you run out of money, you just can go back. Oh, I'll, I'll go through my my inventory in this town, see what I got. Yeah, I could sell this, and like, yeah, I, I won't need to wait. But uh, so you can keep participating. 
everything mm. you do though yeah. is gonna deduct from your money like your money is is pretty intense in that game uh everything costs money to do um so yeah it's repairing your gear is so fucking expensive <laughs> i've started making repair kits because to repair your armor it costs hundreds of gold so, yeah so much and yeah, I finally found the value of the repair kits. Because <laughs> at first yeah. I was like, shit, I can just repair anywhere yeah. by just clicking this one button. But you click that button and, you know, 5% of your gold just goes away almost. Oof. Is it uh, always percentage based or is it just... No, no, oh, okay. no. It's like earlier I repaired and it was 80 gold and I only had like 2,000 gold at the time. Mm. And... I repaired it, yesterday for 250. You feel it. Yikes. It was like 253 or something. Yeah. It was a lot. That's some big money. Yeah. That was a quarter of a thou. <coughs> Two hundo. Quarter thouso. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's a that's big bucks. That's a lot of ta- that's that's 250 taters right there. Too many taters right there. Uh, you know what else? Oh, what? I I'm a superstar. Oh, uh, how so? I uh, I got Mario uh, Party Superstars, oh! and it's fucking amazing. Oh, not what I was expecting. Oh man, oh. I only played one board last night with Mandy, but holy shit, this is the best Mario Party ever. So from <laughs> my small research of reading an article I saw that popped up uh, yesterday, I it, it, it's a collection of all of, it's like a best of from all the previous Mario yep. Parties, uh, remastered and redone to, to like modern standards, but like all those old games they've brought them all back all like the modern great standards with modern standards require custom, modern solutions customization like you can ch- like set the game rules to back to like how you used to like with super mario party when that came out like they had four boards they had uh uh, like rule set that you could not customize like you couldn't choose like how bonus stars work or like anything like that you couldn't even play 50 turns um, can you play 50 turns now i didn't check i should but i remember playing 100 turn one jesus i remember starting them i've never finished 100 turns that's the cool thing about this one you can start it and then stop it and then reload the game at any point. And each person That's that plays amazing. can lo- use their own me <laughs> or character profile. And yeah, they they changed the dice rules. Like they got rid of the uh, allies from Super Mario yeah. Party, which were really, really OP. kind of <laughs> fun. But they were OP and they added like a bonus star mechanic that really kind of like sucked yeah (laughs) oh my god when like if you're yeah especially if you're playing with cpus because the cpus like it is kind of random if you get allies and then like the cpus would just end up steamrolling because they were the ones that happened to get allies but i I read that this is like the opposite of super mario party 
Like this is the it opposite is. design philosophy in a good way. It was really cool. The map that we played on, I just want to share this. This was really funny. It was the Yoshi's Story Island, something like that. And it was basically two islands connected by a Thwomp Bridge. And you have to pay a tax to cross the bridge, which... Thwomp Bridge. Um, yeah. If you can't pay the tax, you can't cross you get the bridge. Thwomped? No. Oh. You think about Sorry for thwomped. asking. But basically, on turn like eight, <laughs> I spent all of my coins on the tax. So I, I was like, okay, I'm going to pay 80 coins to cross really the bridge. Podcast. Well, the next person <laughs> yeah, that comes been. across the... Yeah. <laughs> well, the next person that wants to cross the bridge will have to pay 80 gold because I set the price there. <laughs> and it doesn't reset. It doesn't matter the it, game. The Brian's price gonna be doesn't the reset. <laughs> I basically split the map in two. Basically, whoever was on one side of the map was stuck there, and whoever was on the other side of the map was stuck there. And now the the this map, the star doesn't move at all. It stays in one spot unless somebody lands on a Bowser space in which Bowser comes and swaps the coin to the other side of the map. So basically, I, <laughs> it was you locked like, yourself into the star jail. And we're able to just you lock, collect. Lock, star yeah. Mail. Except the star kept moving around the map because every time someone lands on a Bowser spot, it would move. So it was like <laughs> I handy I like handicap the movement of the map. Like people weren't allowed to move to certain spots, but the star kept flipping. So it was still like a really interesting map. Wow. I don't know from a Mario Party perspective, like. You couldn't, there was like, every, you couldn't do that in the last one, which was disappointing. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. It's really fun. Yeah. It looks awesome. It was also really fucking hard because yeah. all the mini games are. Have you unlocked them all already? I don't know. I don't know. No, I played one match and I don't even know if it's unlockable like that. Oh, we'll, we'll, I just, I have no, I remember no with the old ones, it was set up in a way where like the very first time you would do it, it would unlock like there were a handful that you could see what they were but then there were always like a handful on the like roulette board where it... i haven't encountered any hidden ones oh yet. okay okay every mini game is a roulette board to decide it but they're all like you know what they're all are old games i i've played them before but like i don't have the <laughs> muscle <laughs> memory or something so it was like really tough and the ai was really tough on normal like they were kicking our ass but it, I have to say, if you like Mario Party, this is the one. It's this is the, the best Party. one. It's the one. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Kyle Lancer for the intro-outro music. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Have a spooky Halloween. And uh, stay safe. I don't know. Don't, it's Devil's Night, actually. Don't fucking... Don't get a black Go cat anywhere. from the shelter what and do saying? bad things with it. Just Don't <laughs> see your friends or family ever again. Be safe in the way like a bee astronaut has to be safe in space, wherein mm -hmm. any breach is just consider that just death. Like you cannot allow your zone to be invaded by another person like think of it stretch out your arms wherever you are right now 
Even if you're driving. Not if you're driving. <laughs> Even if you're driving. <laughs> Stretch out your arms and then spin you in take a circle. No responsibility. That's your, that's your, your bubble. Don't let anyone nope. get in that bubble. Do me a favor. If you're in your car, stretch out your arms and spin <laughs> Jesse, in a wait, circle. No, <laughs> I want him to spin in a circle. <laughs> Hundreds dead after a massive pileup on U.S. Caused 196. by Derek Thompson. All in of, his and it's all Derek podcast. Thompson's fault. He's yep. going to prison forever. We actually made a super prison in the heart of Kansas, and he's gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. I I've seen the movie Suicide Squad. I know what you're talking about. We, <laughs> Derek, we need you for a mission. <laughs> what? Why yeah. me? Why am I in the Suicide Squad now? Hey. You just said you just. <laughs> well, you're in the prison in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, a shit. super a super security prison for special Derek's. I would be worried because the new Suicide movie, all the all the offbeat characters were chosen for a suicide (laughs) (laughs) but what what do i got to bring to the table here (laughs) i'm definitely not the main character (laughs) (laughs) 